Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Steve Rudin and the First Alert Weather Center. We've dropped down to 47 in Gaithersburg, 47 in Arlington, just 45 in Lanham. 659. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up. Breaking news tonight. The House passes a bill to keep the federal government running past Friday. We'll go live to WTOP's Mitchell Miller to talk about the vote, what may happen in the Senate, and the threat of fiscal fights in Congress tonight. Stay with us at 745. We'll speak with McKay Coppins, the author of the new Mitt Romney bio about why the retiring senator is so disillusioned with Washington. A massive show of support for Israel in D.C. We want to make a statement against what Hamas did. I'm Nick Ainelli. Teenagers arrested and accused of firing a gun in a local McDonald's. It's been a week since the Virginia elections and we're learning of one significant result in Loudoun County. The Dow was up 490 points for the day. It's 7 o'clock. U.S. House passes a stopgap funding measure. We're here today to ensure that government does not shut down. Huge rally in Washington, D.C. We stand with Israel. White House on a new climate change report. Climate change is impacting all regions. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. A step closer to averting a government shutdown this week, CBS's Allison Keyes in Washington with the latest. The A's are 336. The nays are 95. That hard-won victory for House Speaker Mike Johnson came with the help of Democratic lawmakers, such as Representative Sheila Jackson Lee of Texas, echoing the thoughts of many in the chamber desperate to avoid a government shutdown. The CR is the right way right now because we have no other door. Ohio Rep- Republican Representative Dave Joyce says this measure gives lawmakers the time they need. Every member of this body has a duty to ensure that the core constitutional responsibilities of our government are funded. Allison Keyes, CBS News, Washington. The bill heads to the Senate. As fighting intensifies around Al-Shifa Hospital in Gaza, National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says the U.S. has confirmed that the hospital has been used to harbor terrorists. Hamas operate a command and control node from Al-Shifa in Gaza City. They have stored weapons there, and they're prepared to respond to an Israeli military operation against that facility. On the National Mall in Washington, D.C., The March for Israel rally drew tens of thousands of demonstrators, among them Gabriel Gershoff, who traveled from L.A. to D.C. I hope that everybody hears the message that we're trying to portray today to bring back the hostages and to end the war and to bring peace. Speakers included family members of those being held hostage in Gaza and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer told the crowd... The United States has always stood with Israel and we will do everything to see that that never ever changes. At least three people are dead and 18 others hurt in a crash on I-70 east of Columbus, Ohio. A charter bus carrying students to a state board meeting was rear-ended by a tractor-trailer truck. Both caught fire in addition to an SUV. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. Certainly it's the worst uh, nightmare that uh, families can endure or school can endure. President Biden and Chinese leader Xi Jinping are both in San Francisco for the APEC summit. They'll meet on the sidelines tomorrow. Mr. Biden listing some of his long-range goals. Get back on a normal course of corresponding, being able to pick up a phone and talk to one another if there's a crisis, being able to make sure our military still have contact with one another. Wall Street surged on a report of easing inflation. The Dow closed up 490 points. The Nasdaq jumped 327. Now this. 
Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 703 here on WTOP, Tuesday evening, November 14th, 2023. In Gaithersburg at this hour, it's 47 degrees. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Thousands descended on the National Mall this morning and afternoon for the March for Israel to show support for that nation in its fight against Hamas, also to slam anti-Semitism and call for the release of hostages in Gaza. WTOP's Nick Ionelli was there to begin our team coverage tonight. We want to make a statement against what Hamas did. The setup was similar to a presidential inauguration with thousands lined up along the National Mall with the Capitol building on one side and the Washington monument on the other. People from all around the country came out to show their support. My son went to school with a guy who's already been killed in the line of duty with IDF. So yeah, I gotta stand up with him. The times that we're in call for United Front calling on the entire world to push for the hostages to be free. I feel empowered and I also feel really calm watching the fact that here we are in a respectful, calm manner being able to say to the world, we count too. We are important too. On the National Mall, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Some of those who attended today's rally tell WTOP's Mike Marillo they thought it was a great success. But, like we were united, people cared for one another. 17-year-old Jonathan Freed from Los Angeles came all the way to D.C. today with other students from his school to show his support for Israel, and he says they felt like they accomplished what they came here to do today. Coming here really showed me the support that Israel has behind them and like how many people really care like me, and it felt really nice knowing I'm not going to be alone like going through this. Dimitri and Vicki Furman came here from Chicago, and they say it was awe-inspiring being in the crowd. Standing with us. Standing with us, yeah. We're standing with our people and we see support from all over the places for our people and it's uh, very emotional, very touching for us. Along the National Mall near the U.S. Capitol, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. This is one of the most emotionally charged issues on the planet, but tonight D.C. police report zero arrests on the mall. Two teens are under arrest tonight, accused of firing a gun in a McDonald's bathroom in Alexandria. Fairfax County Police say they got a call around 12 noon for the report of a gunshot inside the bathroom at the McDonald's in Rose Hill. They say several teens were seen leaving the fast food restaurant in a car after the gun was fired and that during the investigation they found a gun hidden above a ceiling tile in that McDonald's bathroom. Police say some of the teens involved are students at Edison High. One returned to school and was quickly taken into custody by a school resource officer. He's charged with carrying a concealed gun and possessing a gun on school property. The other teen has been charged with carrying a concealed gun and reckless discharge of a firearm. It's election 2023 on WTOP. One week later, in the Loudoun County Commonwealth's attorney's race, the latest tally shows Republican Bob Anderson has defeated the incumbent Democrat Buta Biberai. As of late this afternoon, Anderson led with 300 votes. This was after provisional and mail-in ballots were counted. The two did go head-to-head in that very close election we were telling you about at this time last week. The Office of Elections has confirmed the results tonight with Anderson winning. The razor-thin margin means that Biberai's office can request a recount. But so far, we haven't heard about any such request. We'll keep checking in. Some more election news. Delegate David Reed of Loudoun County becomes the fourth Democrat to announce a campaign for the 10th district seat in Congress next year. 
Reid was just re-elected to his fourth term representing the Ashburn area in the Virginia House of Delegates. He joins former Speaker of the House Eileen Filler-Korn, current State Senator Jennifer Boisco, and former Virginia Secretary of Education Atif Carney in announcing campaigns for the Democratic nomination for this congressional seat. The 10th District is currently represented by Congresswoman Jennifer Wexton, a Democrat. Wexton has announced that she will not seek re-election for health reasons. 707. D.C. restaurants say they're struggling right now for a lot of reasons. That could mean big changes to your dining experience in the months and years to come. The cost of food, materials, labor and rent, everything really has gone up a lot. Everybody raising prices or adding service fees or whatever they're doing to try to combat this, I'm not sure that's helping when people have decided, you know what, I just don't need to go out all the time. Tony Tomeldon's a partner in two restaurants and the owner of The Pug, a bar on 8th Street. Crime is definitely a, a considerable factor. Greg Caston's part of a group that owns high-end spots in different neighborhoods. A restaurant can only do so much to control the perception of crime and danger. I think that we are, unfortunately, going to go towards fast casual and big chains. And your menu is completely automated. On 8th Street in Northeast, John Dome in WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, a little good news on the prices you're paying at the store and elsewhere. And a restaurant at Reston Town Center shuts down after being there a long time. Stay with us now, 708. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Here's Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Virginia, they cleared one crash on the outer loop of the Beltway after Eisenhower Avenue. But guess what? Another one happened in the backup just before Eisenhower. And that was in the center of the roadway. So delay started in Springfield getting to that now. And then from Telegraph getting to and across the Wilson Bridge. 395, couple of slow spots at a landmark, 95 you do slow down here and there, getting over the Occoquan to 123, starting at about Newington, but that is starting to ease up. Interloop delay starts at Route 7, headed from Maryland. That is quite slow. And uh, traffic on 66 is doing okay. Heaviest westbound uh, out through Centerville and in the district on uh, DC 295 off the 11th Street Bridge and past Pennsylvania Avenue. A couple of stretches out to Maryland. You do slow down quite a bit there. Did have a crash in Maryland, southbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway near Route 50. They may have that on the shoulder now. And southbound on 301 of Frank Tippett, long-standing crash. I think they finally got that out of the roadway as well. Things are doing better on the outer loop of the Greenbelt. The broken-down bus is gone after Kenilworth Avenue, but still some delays there at 95 North in Laurel after 198. The crash has been along the right side of the roadway involving a truck. Things are generally good on 270 on I-70 westbound after 29 Ellicott City. Before you get to Marriott'sville, crash is along the right side. Looking to satisfy everyone in your family? Go to Silver Diner. Their new menu has everything from Creekstone Black Angus Steak Burgers to 15 vegan entrees, including dairy-free shakes. Silver Diner, much more than a diner. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Okay, Bob, we're going next to Mark Pena, 7 News First Alert Meteorologist. A cold night ahead across the DMV with temperatures dipping back below freezing, especially outside the Beltway. We've got forecast lows tomorrow in the mid to upper 20s to low 30s, so make sure that you're bundling up as you're heading out for your Wednesday. But dress in layers because by the afternoon of your Wednesday, sunshine comes out and we're looking at a very pleasant afternoon. Highs will be near seasonal averages. That's around 60 degrees with south winds around 5 to 10 miles an hour. Those south winds continue into Thursday, increasing our temperatures to the mid to upper 60s for your highs with mostly sunny skies. I'm 7 News Media Officer Marpena in the First Alert Weather Center. In Reston, it's 45. In Bethesda, 47. The National Mall, 53. I'm looking here. Wow. Could be all the way down to 27 degrees in some of our suburbs tonight, well below freezing overnight. 
And we are brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Flaybaugh. Consumer prices in October were unchanged, and the annual pace of inflation slowed to 3.2%, smaller than expected. Chrysler parent company Stellantis is offering buyouts to half its non-union employees, its second voluntary buyout this year. French restaurant Mon Ami Gabi is closing its rest-in-town center restaurant after 15 years. Clyde's closed its rest-in-town center restaurant last year after 31 years. The Dow rallied 490 points Tuesday. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Asia-Pacific markets so far are higher. The ASX 200 in Australia up 1.5%. Coming up on WTOP, it's been quite a bizarre day and evening on Capitol Hill. The House has gotten us closer to avoiding a government shutdown, but fistfights were also about to break out in both the House and Senate. We'll go live to WTOP's Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill to find out what happened. Stay with us. This report is sponsored by Dulles Airports. We don't travel to escape life. We travel so life doesn't escape us. Dulles International Airport. Let your imagination soar. Book now at flydullis.com slash nonstop. Switch to Verizon and you'll save. Get in the holiday spirit, D.C. Verizon has an extra gift for you this season. You can save a lot. Get a $200 Verizon gift card when you join with one line. And get a phone on us with select trade-in and unlimited ultimate. Great deals from Verizon. Great deals from Verizon. There's never been a better time to switch. But this offer won't last forever. So hurry in. Switch to the network America relies on. Get a $200 gift card and a phone on us with select trade-in and unlimited ultimate. Visit your local Verizon store today. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required per phone. $200 Verizon e-gift card with port in per line. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Coming up, the Capitals are hosting the defending Stanley Cup champs and U.S. soccer names a new coach for the women's national team. Sports in 10 minutes with Rob Woodfork on WTOP. Postal and federal employees and retirees get a plan with more this year. With the APWU Health Plan, you get access to over 1.7 million providers' digital health tools, well-being resources, virtual care, cost comparisons, behavioral health benefits, and more. To enroll or to learn more, visit APWUHP.com and click Open Season. That's APWUHP.com and click Open Season. For 80 years, WEPA has offered group term life insurance coverage to help support the health, welfare, and financial well-being of civilian federal employees. Current and former feds enjoy up to $1.5 million in coverage at rates designed exclusively for you. And with full portability, this coverage is yours to keep, even if you change jobs or retire. See why 46,000 feds choose WEPA to be there for life's biggest moments. Visit WAEPA.org to learn more. WEPA. For feds, by feds. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere. From dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke, an asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist. Clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. 
Breathe easy again. Use as directed. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It is 7.15. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Breaking news on WTOP. In this countdown to shutdown on WTOP, we're only about three days away from the federal government shutting down, but the House has voted tonight on a measure that would keep agencies funded for a while longer. However, this bill is different than those in the past. It has staggered deadlines for when certain parts of the government run out of money. And, of course, we have to find out what is ahead in the Senate to talk about it all tonight. WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent, Mitchell Miller. Mitch, the White House initially sharply criticized House Speaker Mike Johnson's bill that passed tonight, but Democrats voted for it. What can we say changed in all of this? Well, basically, the Democrats, Dimitri, decided that this was the lesser of many other possible evils in terms of legislation. Uh, Democrats, the White House, initially put out a statement saying they didn't like this so-called laddered continuing resolution because it basically creates more possibilities for more shutdown deadlines. It's broken down into two steps, hence the name laddered. It's backed by Maryland Congressman Andy Harris, who was the one that came up with it, and essentially it will take the funding for various agencies through January in one part and then into early February for the other part. Democrats initially thought it was kind of gimmicky. They didn't like it. But then after I think they talked it over, they thought, well, it doesn't include any additional cuts and it doesn't include this possible wall into the democratically controlled Senate. So they decided to go along with it. Democrats provided a lot of votes in support of this bill tonight. The Republicans had more than 90 people against the bill, and it does look like it is on a glide path in the U.S. Senate. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has indicated he will not try to stop this bill. So it does look uh, good news for the federal government and federal employees that a government shutdown is likely to be avoided just days ahead of that Friday midnight deadline. Do you know when the Senate vote is? Uh, it's coming up. They're t- still trying to schedule it. It could come c- as early as tomorrow, uh, but I think it will come well ahead of that Friday deadline. All right. So no more uh, late nights with Mitch here on WTOP <laughs> to uh, 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 bide our time, although it's always a pleasure to speak with you. Now, now I don't know if this is a pleasure very much. Uh, some are calling it Capitol Hill Fight Club. Let's start with the incident between former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and a Tennessee Republican uh, named Tim Burchett. What happened? Well, this incident occurred in the Capitol as Congressman Burchett was being interviewed by an NPR reporter and Kevin McCarthy and his security detail were going by. Burchett says he was struck in the back, actually in the kidney, he says, by McCarthy. And NPR reporter Claudia Grisales recorded his response. Why'd you elbow me in the back, Kevin? Hey, Kevin, you got any guts? Burchett later called McCarthy a jerk and a bully. McCarthy, for his part, denied doing anything specifically to Burchett and said if he hit anyone, they would know it. But there is clearly bad blood between these two, as well as some other Republicans. Burchett was one of the eight Republicans who voted to oust McCarthy as Speaker. McCarthy is still plenty mad about that. And another one of those Republicans, Florida Matt, Florida's Matt Gates, who also has issues with McCarthy, has sent a letter requesting that the Ethics Committee review it. We'll have to see if that goes anywhere. And, and then there was Oklahoma Senator Mark Wayne Mullen getting out of his seat at a hearing, literally ready to fight the head of the Teamsters who was testifying, Mitch. 
Right. We see a lot of really heated hearings, as you know, Dimitri, but this is something that I cannot recall, where you literally had a U.S. senator stand up and be ready to fight. Mark Wayne Mullen of Oklahoma and the Teamsters president, Sean O'Brien, was testifying. Mullen read a sharp criticism of him that O'Brien had posted on the ex-social media platform, and then the two just started to go at it. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. No, hold, stop it. Is that your solution every poll? No, no, sit down. Sit down. You know, you're a United States senator. Now, that was uh, Bernie Sanders, the Vermont senator uh, who was chairing the committee, tried to bring everything to a halt, which they did. But, I mean, in during that uh, incident, uh, Mark Wayne Mullen, I mean, he was standing up. He was ready to go. Now, for his part, Sean O'Brien says that he didn't know Mark Wayne Mullen. He has criticized him, as as was indicated by that social media posting. Uh, but this was really an incredible event, especially coming right on the heels of what happened with Burchett and McCarthy. And I think to what it does is it illustrates clearly the amount of tension on Capitol Hill. And particularly when you go back to that House side, there are so many Republicans right now that are just angry right now at what happened to their conference, the fact that they had to shut down the House for nearly three weeks. And finally, uh, it looks like if the government shutdown is to be avoided in the next day or two, then they can take a break. And as House Speaker Mike Johnson says, I think everybody just needs to take a deep breath, have a little bit of a retreat with uh, their families over Thanksgiving, and then come back at it. But we're going to face more big battles in the coming year because those two bills, uh, the the continuing resolution, rather, in January and February, February, Dimitri, those are going to cause big clashes involving not only the House, but the House and Senate. That is Mitchell Miller live on Capitol Hill for WTOP. We're going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. Well, second accident of the day on the Beltway on the Outer Loop near Eisenhower Avenue. This one is before Eisenhower Avenue and squeezing by by getting to the right very slowly from Springfield past that crash and then to the Wilson Bridge. Still a bit of a slowdown there. Gainesville still has the crash southbound 29 at um, at uh, uh, just after you get past Vin Hill Road at Somerset Crossing, and that is still causing quite a slowdown coming down from 66. Interloop from Route 7, very heavy off and on into Maryland, and uh, traffic northbound 395, briefly slow over the 14th Street Bridge. Maryland side, you do have Baltimore-Washington Parkway slowdowns through Riverdale, off and on up through Laurel. On 95 northbound after 198, did have a crash on the right side, maybe on the shoulder now. 270 looks all right. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. All right, Bob, next it is Mark Pena, 7 News First Alert Meteorologist. Grab a jacket if you're heading out this evening. It's going to be another cold one. We have forecast lows by tomorrow morning in the mid to upper 20s to lower 30s. So especially outside the Beltway, prepare for another freeze. Now, while we start on the cold side for your Wednesday, the sunshine comes out and we're looking at another very pleasant afternoon. we got highs around 60 degrees, which is right around seasonal average with south winds around 5 to 10 miles an hour. Those south winds will continue into Thursday, and that's going to further increase our highs with mid to upper 60s for your highs. And into Friday, we'll look at our next chance of rain ahead of our next storm system. I'm 7 News Meet All, Desmar Pena, and the First Alert Weather Center. Tonight at the wharf in D.C., 53. National Harbor area is at 49. Sterling, 45 degrees. Some parts of the region could be all the way down to 27 overnight. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Top stories we're working on here on WTOP. Two pieces of breaking news out of the Middle East. First, Israel says it will allow fuel shipments into the Gaza Strip 
for humanitarian operations. There were some fears among Israeli leaders that the minute they allow fuel in there, they say Hamas may steal it, and the people that really need that fuel will never get it. But Israel has made the call to allow fuel shipments into the Gaza Strip for humanitarian purposes. At the same time, the Israeli military says it's carrying out what it calls precise and targeted operations inside Gaza's Shifa hospital. Also, President Biden in San Francisco, he's preparing to sit down tomorrow with the Chinese president. It's been a year since they've spoken. The relationship between the two nations is tense. Keep it here for full details on these stories and more just ahead. Now, coming up on WTOP, halfway to avoiding a federal government shutdown, a special report from CBS News on the way. Also, have you hit the stores yet to buy the hottest toys for the little kids in your family? Stay with us tonight. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. CBS News Special Report. The House passes Speaker Mike Johnson's plan to avert a government shutdown just days ahead of a Friday deadline. The bill is passed. The vote passed 336 to 95. CBS's Scott McFarland is on Capitol Hill. This is a clean resolution, they call it. No spending cuts, no controversial policies added, but it goes into two different parts. It funds one-third of the government through January. It funds the other two-thirds of the government through February. The plan got support from California Republican Ken Calvert. For our military, this bill ensures our troops continue their mission without fear of missing a paycheck. The measure now heads to the Senate for approval. Meantime, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's praising Johnson's leadership. I think the speaker has uh, produced a solution uh, for the CR that's clearly a step in the right direction. He needed bipartisan support to get it passed. CBS News Special Report. I'm Monica Rich. Stay with us here on WTOP with our own Capitol Hill correspondent, Mitchell Miller, for the latest on keeping the government open beyond late Friday night. Well, what are the must-have toys this year? According to Toy Insider, what's old is new again. You'll recognize these names. Furby, Ninja Turtles, Elmo, they're all hot again. Also big magic mixies and crybabies that cry real tears. Of course, you can't escape Barbie. The experts suggest getting on the ball now so you can get the most popular toys Shop in-store if the toys are out of stock online and use price-matching policies for the big chains. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 725. Holding his Furby closely tonight. <laughs> Rob Woodford. Some quality toys there. The uh, Capitals and Golden Knights well underway at Capital One Arena. It's been an uneventful uh, first five minutes there as we have no score in the first period, uh, Vegas with a 3-2 shots advantage over the Capitals. Full night of college basketball at Howard tonight. The uh, women's team already uh, falling to Duquesne, 65-51. The Howard men set to host winless Boston at the bottom of the hour. And already underway at Smith Center, GW in front of Hofstra, 20-13. And UVA fast start on North Carolina A&T, 